Please get set to be blessed by the teaching ministry of Reverend Dampo Fredericks, the lead pastor of the City of Grace. Please welcome your neighbor to World Inside Service and you can gloriously take your seat. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I hope we're having a wonderful time. Amen. Are we having a wonderful time? At home, in our workplace, in college, amidst our circle of friends, our families, God wants us to have wonderful time. Praise God. He wants every moment we have to count. You know? He wants it to count. Amen. All right, I want to teach something different tonight. It's not the regular spirit, spirits. It's not the regular faith, faith. It's not the regular grace, grace. Amen. It's not the regular righteousness, righteousness. But you know, everything we teach here, when you, when you have overhauled it, you will find that grace is a thread that runs through it. Righteousness runs through it. Praise God. Faith runs through it. Amen. Because we can't do any of these things that we want to do without the element of grace. Ephesians chapter 5, reading verse number 16. Ephesians chapter 5. Is my voice getting that deeper or is the equipment? Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 16. If you are there, all right, it's on the, it was on the multimedia screen. Paul writing to the church in Ephesus came to that point and he said to them, redeeming the time because the days are what? Evil. For a better comprehension, let me take us back to verse number, um, verse number 10 and then we get to that verse number 16. It's a providing or proving what is acceptable unto the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them, expose them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved or brought to bear or brought to light are made manifest by light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he said, awake, come to consciousness, come to righteousness, come to light, you that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. He says, see then that you walk circumspectly, see then that you walk with wisdom, with understanding, see then that you walk prudently, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Let's go back to verse number 15. He said, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wives. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. In other words, if you don't redeem the time, you are likened to a fool. Praise God. But if you begin to redeem the time, make conscious use of your time, you are likened to a wise man. This is the scripture where we're still on tonight. I give you another scripture in Colossians after a while, and then we begin to make progress, and then we close. Amen. What I'm teaching this night, I have gone to teach it in a Bible school somewhere, and um, I feel, why not share it in the house? Praise God. If Bible students are going to learn from it, of course, 
grace people should be able to learn from it. Praise God. All right, in church tonight, how many of you feel that you actually need to manage your time? You feel you need to manage your time. Just wave your hand. Okay, you need to manage your time. Wave your hand. All right. Drop. How many of you feel you don't need to manage your time because you have enough time? All right. Tina, you have enough? Okay. okay. Only two people have enough time. All right. How many of you are neutral? You don't want to manage it? And then <laughs> you want to manage it. You are neither here nor there. Praise God. All right. You see, it's a meet. When people say they want to manage time. I remember when I was in college, it was, it was the vogue to always end your sentence with, I will make time to see you. I will make out time to see you. Some people will even say, I will squeeze time to see you. Hello? Now, time is a precious commodity that cannot be multiplied. Time is a precious commodity that cannot be multiplied. If you are writing notes, you need to write it. Time is a precious commodity that cannot be multiplied. Time is so precious that it cannot be multiplied. Time is a static element. Static element. Time cannot be squeezed. Time cannot be maximized. Time cannot be reproduced. Time cannot be saved. Praise God. You've gotten up to seven, right? It can be saved. Sometimes you are in church, you hear somebody is giving a testimony. It appears like the testimony is taking 20 minutes. You say, please, let's save time. You send him a note. Time cannot be saved. Praise God. The same time that is given to the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria is the same time that Devina has. The same time that Aliko Dongote has in a day is the same time that Collins has. Amen. The man that is busy around the clock and the man that doesn't have anything to do than, but to play Ludo and Wolf, they have the same quantity of time. 24 hours in a day. 12 productive hours, 12 hours of rest. Praise God. It has been argued and scientifically proven that an adult needs to sleep for at least 8 hours in a night. Worst case scenario, 6 hours. I know some of you sleep 12 hours. No problem. Praise God. There are those that say, no, time is not enough and they only sleep 4 hours in a night. Before I go far, if you don't have adequate sleep, you will grow old on time. You will die on time. Sleep is precious. Some people say, I'm a nocturnal animal. I'm a nocturnal human being. You know nocturnal? I don't walk in the afternoon. I walk in the night. When people are walking in the afternoon, they are busy playing. Then when people are sleeping, by 10, 11, they wake up with coffee cup. They are sipping coffee to stay awake. They say they are nocturnal. To be nocturnal means that sleep does not even worry you at all. When it's night, you are like an owl. You know an owl? One big eye, you see everything in the dark. Praise God. So time cannot be saved. Time cannot be managed. The only person that needs to be managed is the person to whom time has been allocated. Time cannot be managed. 
Time cannot be duplicated. Time cannot be squeezed. Time cannot be saved. The only person that needs to save himself is the man or woman to whom time has been allocated. I need you to know that all of us are stewards of time. One day, the honor of time will appear before him and then he will ask us to give him account of how we manage the time that has been given to us. No wonder Paul was writing and he said unto them, you redeem the time, maximize the time, save the time because the days in which we live are evil. Any minute that is lost cannot be regained. Any hour that is lost cannot be recouped. Any day that has passed, you can never get it back. How many of you know that we just had Christmas a couple of days ago? We have New Year, right? Everybody was jumping up in New Year. We made it. You can never see that, new, that year again. 2017, right? 2017 is gone and forever. You can only see it if you have captured it in a movie. Capture those scenes in pictures. Capture them in your memory. You can only relive those memories. But for you to revisit them, you can only do it by faith. That is why when you are 16 years old, you need to enjoy being 16. Because there's coming a day you'll be 26. You will only remember what it was like to be 16. And you will wish you had maximized when you were 16. I'm talking to myself now. Talking to myself now. Growing up in a church in Kaduna, there were those beautiful aunties we used to look up to. They were well-educated. They had everything working for them. And then anytime any man comes and wanted to marry them, they had a high standard. I know mommy will appreciate and understand what I'm talking about. They had high standard because they were exposed earlier. So they wanted men who were already made. The man must have a sleek car. Then the Vogue was two room. You know two room? You remember? It's not people living in two, two bedroom. It used to be two room. Room and parlor. Then general toilet in the compound. Then well. Then tap. If you had tap in your house, you were wealthy. Oh. Some of you, you need to see it by eyes of faith, but I lived there. Now my daddy, we had room, parlor. There's one small bed by the sitting room, then two beds in the other inner room. Then the house stove, the cook outside. The, no, let me not describe our house. <laughs> All right, so those sisters, they needed something, but they wanted what was in their future to be in their presence. So anytime a young man came and he had vision and dreams, they said, no. God, you cannot punish me having served you this number of years. You say you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. You cannot reward me with Toby. Toby is just a graduate. He doesn't have anything. Mommy, I live my life. Some of them till I'm talking to you, they are still single. They've not been married. But the people who had asked them to marry them have gone ahead to prosper. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I remember one of them who went to become a director in refinery. But as at the time he was asking these ladies out, they didn't see potential. They saw raw material. They were not ready for that. Praise God. So now they wish they had revisited those times and said, yes, 
But time had gone. Praise God. So, time cannot be managed. It is only us individuals that must learn to manage ourselves within the time that God has given to us. Every one of us, we have 24 hours in a day, 12 hours a day, 12 in the night, 8 hours for productivity every day. It starts from 8 a.m. in the morning and terminates by 4. Man must be out to do something. Even if you don't have work to do, get on the road and be walking. When you get that call and they say, where are you? Say, I'm on the road walking. What are you doing? You're maximizing the time. When it's time to sleep, sleep and rest your body. Shut down your mind and rest because that is the time allocated for rest. Is somebody with me tonight? I am saying this against the backdrop that there is going to come a time that you wish you had done certain things and it will be too late. Some of you, you will need to learn to play a particular game right now. If you don't learn to play it right now, there is coming a time your muscles will not turn. If you try them, what you get is what is called muscle pull. Some of you need to learn to play drums right now. Ten years from today, your muscles will be so sweet that you can no longer raise those drumsticks. Some of you need to play keyboard now. Now you can tweak your hands. After a while... Age will tell you there is something called arthritis. I hear someone say, Pastor, by his stripes I am healed. I know. There are certain things that come with age. It's not by his stripes. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you need, you need to learn to manage yourself within the time that has been given to you. There are certain things that we don't need to waste our time to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There are certain things that you don't need to waste your time to do. Time is a need. It cannot be saved. It cannot be maximized. It is only the man himself that can maximize himself within that time. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, so there is no such thing as time management. You have 24 hours. You have in a day and 168 of them in a week. Any day that has passed you by cannot be recouped. You cannot manage time. You can only manage yourself. So in all this talk, what then is the solution? We need to become better at managing ourselves. The only way we can utilize the time that God has given us is when we learn to manage ourselves. When we learn to put ourselves within the time blocks that God has given to us. So for instance, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. is a time block and a time frame. You need to allocate it to something productive. Something productive. Even if it is to read one chapter of a textbook, even if it is to learn to sing a new song, every hour must be judiciously allocated. And how do you do it? By carrying yourself and putting yourself in that time and telling yourself that, Paul, you are going to do this between 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I'm going to teach you some things that will make you look like you are proud, but you are not proud. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, that is what we call a quadrant. A quadrant is a circle. Praise God. And when you divide it into four, you have four cubes in a quadrant. Hello? Done mass before? All right, you've done? All right. So, assuming that you have four, 
quadrants. Quadrant one, two, three, four. There are things that are important and urgent for every man. You must give your life to it. They are important and they are urgent. You must give your life to it. It is important. It is urgent. So say quadrant one, important and urgent. Important and urgent. Quadrant one. For instance, if there is a crisis, it could be a financial crisis, it could be a social crisis, it could be a marital crisis, it could be a spiritual crisis. Anytime the word crisis crosses your mind, you know it is important and what urgent. Why? Because if you don't attend to it, it will deteriorate. Simply put, it will go from bad worse. For instance, if you have a car and then the car gives you a sign of a mechanical crisis, you hear a sound from the driver's wheel. As you accelerate, it becomes and then you increase. You say, don't worry. By the grace of God, I will get to Lagos. I will be in Lagos. After a while, you will see that tire going ahead of you while you are following the tire. <laughs> Have you seen that before? A man driving to Lagos and suddenly he sees his own tire going in front. You will naturally pack up now and follow the tire. <laughs> so anytime there is a sound of a crisis, it is not time to sit down and think. It is time to allocate yourself, manage yourself within that time frame and see to it that that crisis is what resolved. So number one, it is important and urgent. Number two, number two, please, I want you to write tonight for anything, right? Because this, I won't tell you how much they paid me to teach this thing, but I need you to write it now. Please, can you give that young man water? Number two, pressing problems. Pressing problems. Pressing problems. Pressing problem. If there is a pressing problem in your house, it will get worse if you don't wake up and attend to it. A pressing problem. For instance, a child is sick. He's coughing. He's coughing. You have laid hands on him. He's still coughing. You have confessed the word. He's still coughing. You need, you need, you need, you need to get antibiotics and give him. Praise God. Why? Because if you don't do it after a while, that cough will grow to another thing. It's a pressing problem. It's a pressing challenge. You don't say that time will take care of it. No. Time will not take care of it. Time will prolong it and at the end of the day, the problem will become gigantic. Have you taken the second one? The third one. Third one. In quadrant one, important and urgent. Time deadline. Or deadline. Deadline. Deadline-driven projects. Deadline-driven projects. For instance, you open a shop and you want to fill that shop with a particular good. And once that goods come in, you know that those goods need to be sold because they have expiry dates. Child of God, you cannot stay in your house and be sleeping when you know that those good have what? Expiry dates. 
For instance, if you go to Saminaka and you buy fresh tomato, and you know that the lifespan of tomato does not last beyond for three days, except if they are properly refrigerated, they are blocked. You know that in three days, they will spoil. Then you return. Now, you already know that those tomatoes have tomatoes, as they call it. They already have a deadline, right? So if you come and you leave them in the sun, I say, ah, tomorrow, tomorrow. And you sleep. The following day you sleep. By the third day, the tomatoes will tell you that they had what deadline and that presently their value had what dropped. So they are important. They are urgent. You need to wake up from slumber and attend to it. I give you another one quickly. You have an examination. Is it? Is that is your final semester in the university? You know, if you fail that course, you're going to get a carryover. It has a deadline attached to it. You must wake up. That is the time you reduce your prayer time, your Bible study time, because you know you will always do those things and face that course. It is not time to speak in tongue. It's time to open that textbook. It's time to call people. Where are you? I need tutorials. I need us to discuss this topic. I don't understand it when they were teaching it. I was fasting. Now I am awake. Teach me. You must have allocate this time and carry yourself and put into it. A woman who is pregnant, for instance, know that she has a deadline to attempt pregnancy. There are certain things you do within the first trimester, the second trimester, and what? The third trimester. You don't do what you need to do in the first trimester and the third trimester. Hello? Nine months, right? You don't do what you're supposed to do in the first three months, in the last three months. For instance, it will be foolish for you to start taking folic acid in the third trimester. Mommy, will it work? Oh, baby is coming. As they swallow and I saw the thing, they look, he was a foolish woman. I'll give you another example. A man who knows his wife is underway does not wait till the last trimester to begin to save for the baby. The very day your wife says, honey, guess what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, guess what? Okay, 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 guess. Okay, 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 okay. You know, that first pregnancy comes with a little madness. <laughs> you, you don't understand. You're just laughing. Uncle Mattis will still experience it. Then he will come and tell me by phone call. Guess, guess, guess. Okay, I've guessed. Guess. I say guess now. You, you know, they ever guess anything. Guess something. Okay. You, somebody sent you money. Oh, guess. You are going to your village. <laughs> you don't even know anything. I'm pregnant. You know, men differ. There are some men that will look at you and say, so what? <laughs> Just bust your bubble. Or that was your glory. I won't tell you what I did. Well, you see, because it's quarrel. <laughs> so, I, never, I, ne I never wanted children early. I wanted, to, I wanted to be with my wife for five years. No child. I'm telling you. I wanted my wife to enjoy her marriage, enjoy my being single, no child waking me in the night. 
Daddy, I want to pee. I want tea. I didn't want. I just wanted to enjoy my wife. Five years, jeans, trousers, slacks, soya joint, meat pie. We want to travel. We lock our door. We are gone. No child is hanging around. If I'm going out by eight, there's nothing like wake up seven to clean the board. No, 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 no. When I am ready, I have children. Right. So one day my wife woke up and said, I said, what's that? You are not used to it. She said, I don't understand myself. I said, you better understand yourself. Because <laughs> I've seen this sign somewhere before. She went over, I came back and said, I'm pregnant. I said, hmm. She said, is that what you say? I said, you say you are pregnant. I said, you are going to be a mother. <laughs> she said, Say it's like you are not happy. I said, didn't I tell you five years? Why should I be happy? I said, five years. You just managed one year. Now you say you are pregnant. Five. I said, no, no. I will still be wearing my jeans trousers. You will be wearing maternity gown. <laughs> All right. But there are some men that will call their, mommy, mommy, have you heard? We are going to have a baby. I didn't call any person. But I love my children. But for me, I wanted it within a time. I wanted to enjoy being married. Do you know why you need to enjoy being married? You can't live it twice. Once that season passes, you can't live it. And life must be enjoyed. Let me tell you something. Martins, take note. You see, when people are newly married, there's what we call TLC, tender loving care. It's either the man's hand is on his wife's neck, even if the man is heavier and the woman is like my baby Missy and the man is as huge as um, farms, the woman will not feel the way to for that one year that they're eating meat pie around. But once she says she's pregnant, it remove this your smelly hand from my neck. Ah, this your auntie, you know they shave. <laughs> Everything that used to be appealing begins to irritate. How can come and listen to warrior the man I used to say, honey, honey, I like your perfume. Oh, is it Jojo Amani? What are you? Is it poison? Oh, this is awesome. Now he said, I like Turare Mota. The rice and fish stew that you used to like, the person you said, Bani Gauta, Gauta, toward the Gauta, in other they can toward the Gauta. They wake me 12 midnight, I want suya. Suya from where? I, say, I want suya now, now, now. I say, somebody is sending you, it's not you. The real you will not send me. He said, if there's no suya, we will stay awake. See, there was one night I went to look for Rob. You know Rob, Rob, this Rob. What Rob has cost, eh? Rob, Rob. I brought my telito, they say, look for Rob. Don't you understand English? I say, I want Rob. I left my house in Sabu. I went to Sabu. All the shops in Sabu were locked. I went down to station, uh, Barnard Market. The whole shop were locked. I said, okay, let me go down to station. Maybe I will find. I went to station. I went to station, uh, stadium roundabout. Came back, entered through Mekera by breweries. Followed till Kakuri bus stop. No rob. Finally, God had mercy on my soul. One old one was standing to call. <laughs> Dick, it's a good one. It's a dick. I'm going to go to the 
So you need to enjoy those moments. Enjoy those moments. If you have children that are still growing, you can manage that time. You can manage yourself to enjoy those children. If your child is one year old, that boy will never be one year old again. There are certain things he does. You will only remember years later and appreciate the fact that you stood with him through those periods. If you wait for him to be seven, you can't live when he was one. When a young girl is 16, the mother and the parent need to live with her because madness starts at the age of 16. Whether you pray in tongues till heaven come, once a girl hits 16, she just for once discovered that her mother knows nothing. Say, mommy, you are a bushwoman. You don't know anything. You see, babe, like me, you think you can keep me here? <laughs> if you have no experience, ask mommy, she will tell you. Praise God. So, there are things that are important. There are things that are not important. Let me share with you some of those things that are not important. You see, by the time I have done teaching this, you will just discover that there were things you wasted your time on or you are wasting your time on that are really not important. Praise God. All right, so look at quadrant number two. It is, import, it is not important. So we dealt with important and urgent, right? Hello? Number two, not urgent. It's important, but it's not urgent. Number one, relationship building. It is important, but it is not urgent. Are you with me? It is important, but it's not urgent. Hey, everybody is getting married. Ooh, everybody. Even all my mates are married except me. It is important, but it's not urgent. Marriage does not determine the fulfillment of your purpose. But it's important but it's not urgent. So you cannot sacrifice your goals, your dream, and wait for the man. If it's not coming, keep at something. Put your life to something. Improve upon your skill. Build a business empire. Praise God. Let somebody somewhere look at you and say, I'm afraid to talk to that woman because she's so successful. What will happen to you if you don't build anything, you just keep waiting. Everybody's married. Me too, I want to be married. Me too, I want to be married. Me too, I want to be married. The people that are married, if you ask them, they will tell you if they know better, they will take three more years and build a financial empire. So relationship build. And men, don't waste your time looking for people to accept you into their circle. Don't force yourself into relationship. Ah, I hear that these two guys, they are always gisting. They are always going out to take, ah, they are great guys. Then you begin to call them. You begin to move into them. The more, the closer you get to them, they disdain you. You don't waste your time getting into circles. Improve upon yourself. When you improve yourself, they will want you to be in their circle. You will tell them, I can't be in your circle, but you need to come into my circle. And these are the terms. Relationship building is important, but it's not urgent. Don't be in a hurry. Hey, I am 18 now, but no guy is coming near my house. See the way that they feel they are filming in the house. They know they even come near my house. No, the reason why they are not coming is because God wants you to maximize the time. He wants you to fit into time because when they start coming, you will no longer coordinate time. 
Hello? Uh, how now? I did. I just did. You don't eat? Uh, I've been eating something. He knew you ate something. You don't eat? Yes, I don't eat, but I ate something. The thing when I eat, said, my mouth still they do like say I never eat anything. So what will you want? Now? And maybe shawarma. Shawarma and then, um, what is that other yogurt? Farm fresh. Then the guy there, he says, see your mouth like farm fresh. <laughs> so you really want farm fresh? But he has just insulted you. Uh, okay, can we see like seven? Uh, seven will be fine. What up, 6.30? No, okay, five. Five is okay. Where we go meet? Ostrich, okay. I'll be there. So, you suspend the remaining five hours waiting for shawarma and farm fresh. Let me tell you how a human mind works. Once you tabulate an appointment, everything ceases. All your attention is that appointment. Everything about you focuses on it. Your entire body metabolism begins to think about that appointment. That is why once a man tells a woman, I will marry you, her brain is suspended. What is working now is wedding date. Wedding date. When will you see my parent? Color of the day. Chief rice meat. Color of cake. Uncle. The woman ceases to think about marriage. She's thinking about the wedding. And the marriage is more important than the wedding. Am I teaching in this house tonight? She doesn't ask herself, what, does, what do you do? What is your terminal vision? What is your financial vision for me? What is your goal for me? Where would you want me, your wife, to be in 10 years? What do you think about your children? How many children do you want to have? That is why when you get married, the man says, I want to have seven children. My mother born us nine. You say, how? <laughs> because you didn't, you suspended your brain. You were thinking of wedding. Do you know what Rihanna won her wedding? That her wedding gown that the boobs were like this. I would want to do my own, but they should cover my boob because my pastor will be angry. But my back should be open like this. Relationship building is not urgent. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So you think about the readiness, you think relationship building is key. If you develop yourself, people will hang around you. There was a time, I'm telling you real life testimony, there was a time I needed to connect with some people. I felt if I get into their circle as a lawyer, I might be able to get briefs. As a pastor, I might be able to break into a particular clique of people. I was making efforts, like just like any person does. You know, they tell you in life that your social capital is your wealth in 10 years. They say that people will, you know, determine where you will be in 10 years. It's not always true. It's not always true. While I was pushing to reach out, my wife looked at me. She said, don't force it. Don't force it. I wanted to be angry. But she said, she said, don't force it. If you force yourself into people's life, you will not be fulfilled. Wait until they see you and ask you to join them. He said, they will come to you and say, this is what we are doing. And we know you are an answer to part of what you are doing. I was taking my bath this afternoon and I got a call from Abuja, a very revered man of God. He said, Pastor, good afternoon. How are you? Fine. Happy New Year. He said, I'd like to inform you because I know you are a busy man. This is January. So that you don't give me excuses. 
Our camp meeting is coming up from the 27th to the 1st of June. 27th of June to the 1st in Abuja. He said, these men are ministering. He, he went on to list um, about six men of God that I've always looked forward to. Praise God. And then when he ended the call, he said, I want you to make out time in your calendar because you will be speaking alongside with them. I told him quickly, I said, ah, ah. It's men like that. If they are talking, we sit down and listen to them. He said, no, 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 no. He said, Pastor Dan Paul, you've come of age. You will listen and then you will come up and share part of what you have been listening All this while I've been praying, well, when will you bring me? If only I can sit and gist with you. But now I am not gisting, I am sharing the same pulpit, same podium with them. One night in that meeting opens another door for you in Port Harcourt, opens another one for you in Calabar, opens another one for you in UK. And then they say, ah, where have you been? We've never had you. But you can imagine if I was trying to force my way. Andrius Akwe is, is pastor of Capital Assembly in Abuja. He's speaking on that platform. I've been longing to meet Andy one-on-one. -on -one. I've gone through plenty PAs. But now he was also, I'd like for you to meet Dan Paul. Dan Paul, pastor City of Grace. This is Andy Osakwe, Capital Assembly Abuja. I said, oh, man of God, where are you there? How have you been? I've been longing to say, Arome Ada, bring him back to Kaduna. I wanted to use Reverend Josh. Anytime I want to talk, my mouth gets heavy. We are preaching on the same podium. Sir, Dan, I gave you your number. You didn't even call me. I said, sir, I wanted to call, but I was afraid you might not pick. Now we are talking. So, so there are relationships you don't force. You just stay. I thank God that I heard my wife that time. She said, don't push it. Now, if a senior minister comes to this city, if I see you in a meeting, I greet you. But I don't go out of my way to book appointment to see you in your hotel room. No. When the right time comes, he will seek me out. Where is that young man I saw the other day? I need to talk with him. So instead of you waiting for that relationship to happen, what do you do? You build yourself. Because if you don't build yourself, once the opportunity avails itself and you're unprepared, it will be disastrous. What people usually call luck is when opportunity meets with what? Preparation. A man is prepared. You're sitting in the choir every day. Collins is worshiping. You are like, oh God, when will it be my turn? When you go home, you close your eyes. All the songs he's been singing, you've written them down. You take them one by one. You rehearse them. You close your eyes. You pretend you are carrying a microphone. You keep at it. Then one day you come for Tuesday service. Sir White is not here. Collins is not here. Nobody is here. Then pastor is here. It's time for worship. He looks at you. He says, mercy, come and sing. Say that the me... Are there two mercy in this house? Is there any other mercy near here? He said, no, daddy. He said, come and sing. Then you take the mic. As you are singing, and Tibeki is crying. You are singing, Lola. He said, where have you been? That is how opportunity opens for people. Let me give you another one. I'm not here on Sunday. And then mama comes in. She looked at you straight. She said, Tio, you are going to share for 10 minutes. Then after you, do you share for five minutes? You five minutes in. Mommy, I want to go and ease myself. (laughs) 
is possible for you to do boldface and come on stage, but there is nothing to share. All your talk ends in two minutes. Open to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If you believe, you are saved. If you don't believe, you are in hell. If you believe, you are saved. If you don't believe, you are in hell. Like I was saying, Jesus said, for God so loved the world. <laughs> Preaching and teaching is not easy. It takes time. It takes work. You know, sometimes a man takes John 3, 16 and he preaches for one week and he doesn't repeat himself. It is because of the deposit he has been working on. Is it not just to talk to people? You will come here, your mouth will dry. Ten seconds, give me water, give me water. Then when you drink too much, you start disturbing yourself on stage. Why is it that saliva is just coming from my mouth? It's because they have taken too much. All right? Praise God. Every lawyer has a wet day. They called me to bar. The first day I went to court, my senior looked at me, took the whole file, gave me, said, Dan, go to court, I'm coming. He didn't tell me anything. I got to court... I was not prepared. There was a senior lawyer on the other side, over 20 years my senior. He stood up and said, I have a motion. He said, I'm ready. He said, Dan Paul, he said, yes. I said, my Lord, we are ready. That was the first time they moved a motion in my face in my life. The man finishes English and said, I say yes. I said, my Lord, we vehemently With all seriousness, opposed this motion. She sat down. She was so serious. She just dropped her Bible. All the English in my life I was speaking. She just kept quiet. The other senior, he knew exactly I was coming from the bush. He didn't say And over, my, over the years, I've seen other young lawyers make the same mistake. I say, it's your baptism day. The same way. <laughs> same way young ministers come to preach. John 3, 16. And God said, you will soon go so tired. I did the same thing. It was God that kept me. I will have left this preaching. When I finished English, the young man stood up. When he stood up, I was still standing. He said, please, I'm standing. I say, I'm standing too. <laughs> and you know, when you, finish, when you are talking and the one that arises, you mean you should sit down. Then when you stand up, he too sit down. You know, this work we has protocol. When he stand, you sit. When he sit, when you're on fight, you say, I'm not standing, I'm standing. You too, you are standing. As I'm standing, he say he's standing. Then my Lord said, Dan Paul, why not sit? He's standing. So I said, as the court pleases. So he spoke English for two minutes. When I said, my Lord, that is not the position. That is not the He cannot, he cannot bamboozle me in English. <laughs> she asked me two questions. I said, Dan, I said, yes. Say, how old are you at the bar? I said, two weeks. She said, did you file a counter-affidavit? I didn't know what the counter-affidavit is. I said, no. She said, it means you are not opposing it. She said, if you have a counter, it means you are countering what he has said in his affidavit. English started to make sense to me. All the English I knew disappeared. As I was about to respond, my guy just walked in, smiling from the back. He said, my Lord, we are not opposing this application. I said, why didn't you tell me this? You make mockery of me. He said, no, you need to learn. You should have asked, what is this matter for? What am I supposed to say? 
What am I supposed to do? Every trade has its ropes. You must learn the ropes. So don't be in a hurry to start a relationship. Oh, pastor. See, all, that, all of them, they have boyfriends and girlfriends. I am the only one. The reason why you are the only one is because time is precious. And you need to so repackage yourself so that when they come knocking at your door, they will know that you are so valuable. The fact that people want to plot every ripe mango doesn't mean that the mango is good. I hope you remember that. The fact that all men gather in one particular house because of a particular lady, everybody just go to their house. They know they see our gates. Does not mean that that mango is ripe and is good. It's ripe, but it might not be good. Sometimes the one that is unattended to is the one that is good, but God has packaged it for a particular purpose. So discover the timing and begin to wire yourself in line with the hours you have. The time that men don't disturb you is the time for you to work on yourself. You know, when a man comes and knocks your door and sit, this is not a marriage seminar now. When a man knocks at your door and says, welcome, how are you? Fine. From your deportation to your charisma, to the way you talk, your finesse, the way you carry yourself, the man begins to be capsuled by something beyond what he saw. Men want to spend more time with women that are intelligent. Women who provoke their thinking. If a man gives three sentences, you have no idea about current affairs. <laughs> so what is your take about Fulani headsmen? Say, Fulani? <laughs> headsmen? I saw a joke, I show up on Facebook, the other I say, a cow. <laughs> the adult come back there. He say, a head is a cow that <laughs> kind of Nigerians are something else. You go look for that page and then laugh. All right? So that time that you have, you need to work on it. Young man, don't be everywhere at the same time. I'm telling you, don't be everywhere at the same time. Choose your company. Don't let them choose you. Choose it. Two people can be best of friends. Three of them best of friends. Look at their core value. Why is it that they congregate around each other? It is possible one of them spends so much money, they too like his company because he's always spending. You don't want to be like them. You know, Proverbs 20.20 said, as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. But that's not the real scripture. He said, come and eat. But in his mind, he said, die, die, die. He's asking you to eat, but his heart is not with you. He's saying, eat this food and die. So scripture says, as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. The man is wicked from his thoughts. So there are companies that when you look at them from face value, they look beautiful, but they don't, that's not your company. Be dignified enough to say thank you, but... I, I am a bit busy. Hello, where are you? We want to hang out in Gamji. Take, take time to rest and then flex. Somebody is bringing wine. They are bringing meat pies. We have pepper chicken, light music. You know, we we'll just talk about politics, five or fours. Take a deep breath. It sounds appealing, but it's not good. A dignified way is, sorry, my time is a little bit tight. I have deadlines, you know, I have priorities. Can we make it say in like three months time? Wow. With all this chicken, three months, they will respect you. They will not respect you anytime they call you saying, now quick it. Where would they be? Any, okay, Gamji, Gamji, okay. I will stand by Kamazo Junction. You pick me when you are coming. 
<laughs> One hour before them, you are still standing. They have not left their house. Two hours later, I say, Allah, not Say, you don't have time. There are people that if they call you for something, it doesn't mean you are busy. Just tell them I'm not, I'm not available. I am not available. If you are always available, it means you don't have priority over your time. I taught this thing and the woman asked me, sir, people come to my house, they want to talk to me. Don't you think I would be rude if I said no? I said, mommy, you will not be rude. You know, if you go to see a white man, if you go to a busy company, as soon as you enter, say, good afternoon, how are you doing? It is out of place for you to ask them, how is your family? You don't come to my office and say, pastor, how is mommy? How are the children? How is your, your dogs? Are they giving birth? How is church? No. As you knock the door, I say, good morning, Jerry. How are you doing? How may I help you? He says, sir, I have a business proposal. I have a matter. I have no understanding. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. How do I do it? I say, you do this. You do this. You do this. As soon as I recline on my seat and put my hands, I'm telling you, your time is up. You must learn to understand how people manage their time. Don't wait until they tell you in style that you are now a nuisance. I'll give you another example. You go to a person's house, you just for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, then after 30 minutes, every answer, response from him is in monosyllable. Yes. No. Yes. No. Okay. It's all right. It's good. Think about it. He's telling you indirectly, you have overstayed your welcome. Don't get to that time where they tell you, if I don't go since. <laughs> you understand when the discussion has merit. The person is asking more about you. You, you are gullible. All you want to talk is about you. Something should tell you to turn the table on him and talk about him. Hello? I'm not going to pay for this lecture. My close service. Maybe I should continue some other time. Let me give you this. Let me finish this one for mommy's sake. Mommy might not be here next week for her sake. And then we close service. Praise God. All right. So. Long-term planning. It is not urgent. It is important. Long-term urgent. Don't sacrifice some other things that you need to do in the name of I am doing a long time where I want to be in 20 years. No. It's something you can do at other times. It is not urgent. Praise God. Preventive activities. Personal growth. Recreation is important, but it's not urgent. You know what it's called? Recreation. Let's hang out. Let's take meat pie. Let's go and buy ice cream. Let's go and buy shawarma. Let's go and take smoothie. No, they are, they are, they are not important. They are, they are important, but they are not urgent. Praise God. I think I should stop here, and then I'll take a part two some other time. Praise God. Have you been blessed? Have you been blessed? All right, there are two more quadrants. Um, anytime I have the opportunity, and I remember, I'll take us... Them. But for tonight, let me ask, let me take a few questions. Let me take a few questions. This is actually 
at last. Let me take a few questions. You have a question? Just wave. We'll give you a microphone. You ask. Question? All right, Jerry, Pastor Jerry is here. There are big things I want to share with you, but I can't get to that part. Parts, one of those parts is, as a student, you must allocate time, religious time to study. Once your timetable is out and your lecture starts, if you attend a lecture Monday and you attend three lectures, you have no right to go to sleep except you have gone through the things you, were, you taught that day. You cannot pile your notes until exam timetable is out. Ask those who made that mistake. They didn't make first class. I'm one of them. You attend lecture from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the afternoon. As soon as lecture is over, you return to your room. You take your, your dry rice and dry stew. You drink water. You take a nap 30 minutes. The next hour is not for gisting or hanging in a common room to watch Aki and Popo. You go back to a quiet corner and read those notes from page to page. Summarize them in what we call what? Microchips. You are waiting for your what? First class. At that time, some young ladies were already making up. They're going to hang out. Hanging time never reached. It is at the end of the semester when resolve is phase that you wash your teeth and go out to hang out. Because some of them who hung out earlier will be crying. There's a carryover here. There's F and E and D here. But you, you see your A, A, E. Then you now be asking them, where do we go tonight? You see? Now so you go to deceive people. When people, they hang around you, you go to read. And now you want us to follow you. With all this my carryover, I should follow you to where? All right, Pastor Jerry, so that we go home. Okay, so I said, long-term planning is not, uh, is, is important or urgent. Hmm. But I know that, or I should think, all of us should think, that long-term planning means you plan every, it's long-term, so you take steps every day until that day. Just like you were saying about this, if I now have semester exams three months away, and I say it is important but not urgent, then I now wait until then. So um, I was a bit confused. If it's long-term planning, it means I should allocate time every day. That means it's important every day until that time when it's no longer long-term, but it's term, you know, it's now like a short-term thing because it's almost here. All right, let me con conceptualize it. For instance, anytime you are planning, that's what I call set achievable goals. When you are setting achievable goals, achievable goals are things you do in a month, in two months, in three months, in six months. Anything that goes beyond one year becomes a long-term planning. They are important, but they are not urgent. That's, that's where you miss me. The, other first, the first quadrant is important and urgent. This one is important, but not urgent. So long-term planning is not what you will waste the whole of this hour planning for. It's what you do during recreation. All right, I'm going to be married in 10 years. It's long-time planning. It's not urgent. Praise God. It's not urgent. So what do you do? At a spare time, you say, this is what I will do when I'm married. This is what I will do. Meanwhile, I am learning the ropes. I am seeing others who are married doing it. I am seeing how people organize weddings. I'm seeing how they go for marital classes. I am seeing how they select their spouses. You understand? But at the back of your mind, every day you must have 
achievable goals, what you will do in a day in 24 hours. We call it to-do list. As you wake up in the morning, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. The next thing is, what is your to-do list? As a matter of fact, a to-do list is the last thing you do in the night before you go to sleep. So once you open your eyes in the morning, sometimes your phone even tells you, 7 a.m. you will see Auntie Lola. 9, you will see Pastor Farms. At 11, you will be at the magistrate court. At 1, you will have lunch. At 3, you will be for prayer meeting. At 5, you are back to continue from chapter 5 of that textbook you are reading. At 6 in the evening, you will watch network news. You know, because you have been jacketed by this time, if somebody calls you by 3 p.m., for instance, you're supposed to say until your life, say, I'm already booked. Praise God. So, but if you don't have a to-do list, every time is free time. Then at the end of the day, when you go to bed, you are frustrated because you wasted 12 hours and you can't account for it. And time is so precious that you must account for it. Say how? Your conscience tells you you wasted the whole day. For instance, that guy that was waiting for two hours to go and gist. He left his house, came to the road. He's been waiting. The people have not even left their destination. They only appear to her. You don't discover that man was using his time. You, you were standing. Did I meet your point? So you must set as Chibabugo every day. You set the goal for Monday. You set for Tuesday. You set for Thursday. You think about what do I do? Okay, I need to, I, I need to go and enroll and learn how to weave hair. I need to go and learn how to stitch. Now I have free time. I'm waiting for jam results to come out. I want to read medicine. I want to read nursing. But there's a woman in my area who has chemists. What if I go there to sell for her, for free? These are people don't do anything for free. It's and Sam. All right? So I have applied for jam, and I'm going to write jam in three months' time, and I'm going to read medicine. But I know that my parents are not financially buoyant, so I will need to help myself when I'm on campus. And I know that I like clothes. I can put clothes together. And my neighbor is Mommy Nisi, and she sews very well. So why wouldn't I spend three hours every morning talking with her and watching her? What is that? It's a process of personal growth. If you do it for six months, all you need when you go to the hostel is a sewing machine. And one trip to After Real, where they buy sample material. You just buy one one yard, one one yard, one one yard. This color, like, give me one, give me one, give me one. Give me one. So you have 12 different yards. You cut them into four, four. You patch them and make coats of many colors. Then you wear all the coats of many colors. I didn't say sell them to lecture. Monday, you wear one. Tuesday, you wear another one. Thursday, you wear another one. By, Friday, by Thursday, one young woman will come to you and say, I like what you wore on Monday. I really would have loved to wear it on Friday. Who made it for you? How much does it cost? Then in your calculative mind, you know where you bought it in Kaduna. You know the transport. You know the hour you will put. You know how much it will cost. You know you want to make an extra 1000 He said, because you are my friend, I will tell the woman to make it for you for 2000 So you come back and you go to your room in the hostel and then you package it and you return it. Then she tells another person. Then she tells another person. 
Then she tells another person, after a while, you will not be asking your parents for pocket money. I can break it down to a young man who is waiting to go back to college. You have a saloon by your house. All you need to do is sit in that saloon and gist with the boys. You are an undergraduate reading law, but you are gisting with them. What are you doing? You are looking at the way they handle clipper. There are some of you, now if they give you clipper, you think it will shock you. You've never had one in your hand before. So after a while, you say, Kai, let me hold this thing. How do you shape it? Abros, if you want to learn, tell me you want to learn. No, 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 don't say I want to learn. I just want to see. Then you come back after two. You say, bro, if you teach me this thing, you'll pay me. Make I just shave myself. Then you get back to school with one clipper, one small mirror, two brush. Then you put it by your room. Free court for one week. Free court. You know free court? All the guys in the hostel will line up there. But what are you doing? You are exposing the skill you acquired. Then you are using their hair for rehearsals. So by one week, you have done free court. By next week, you introduce a fee, 50 naira, then 100 naira, then 70. But because of that first one week, they know where you are. Some will come after they say, bros, I don't get 100. I've been managed 50. No problem. Before long, you will look for somebody to be shaving while you are snoring inside. You must put, you must. All right, last question. Let's go home. Yes, mommy. Okay, we'll take mommy and then Ogbona and then we we'll go home. Hallelujah, mommy. Okay. You are trying to help us to how to manage. Time is not supposed to be managed or something like that. Um, sir, for adventure, I've been waiting to see a time whereby Pastor Dan Paul will come to my house. Suddenly, he now comes to my house. And I have a very important meeting to get about one million. Suddenly, Pastor Paul entered. How do I manage that time? One million. One million. You will stand up and say, Pastor, you know how much I love you. Pastor, I know you like red wine. I have one in the fridge. I have small cake. Please, you will just give me 30 minutes. And if I'm not back, I will give you a shout. But I need to be somewhere now. With all love, politeness, you are gone. Let me, let me turn that question around so that you understand the dual nature. See, if you go get that one million naira, even if pastor leaves and is angry, and you call him two, two hours later and send him a credit of 10,000 naira in his phone. You say, mommy, I love you. <laughs> or you go and you think pastor is angry and you return, you are coming back from Abuja with two packet shirts and two ties. I say, pastor, I ran a number guy. I'm Kiran in a palm sack, minister of finance. The will have driven you there. He said, no, 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 you are my pastor. But I just brought these two shirts for Sunday service. You will hear Pastor Stone will change. Praise God. <laughs> God is with you. And I'm, I'm being very honest with you. Of what importance will it be if you just sit with Pastor and talk and then miss a millionaire? Let me tell you and save all of you. If I call you on Monday morning by 10 a.m. and say, Toby, where are you? I say, you're at home. And you have something urgent to do. 
And I said, Toby, I want to see you by 10 a.m. Meet me at home. And you have an appointment that is key for 10 a.m. What you need to do is to politely say, Pastor, I would love to come, but I am billed for a meeting for 10 a.m. Pastor, will you appreciate if I return by 12 noon? Pastor will call Victor. Say why? Because if you were dead by 10, he will call the next person online. Don't use sentiment when it comes to time and human management. Don't use sentiment. Don't use religious, ah, he will curse me. He will, oh, pastor, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. If somebody asks me this similar question, say, pastor, I'm in my house. People come, I want to pray, but they don't want to go. What do I do? I say, start praying under your breath. Uh-huh. Okay. Mommy, are you praying? Yes, I'm praying. Do you, don't you pray? <laughs> Mommy, make her go now since you won't pray. Oh, praise God. God bless you. Next time when they come and they see you doing, ah, mommy, now which it? Or the next time they don't want to get say, join me. The Bible says, if two or three shall agree concerning a thing, what are you trusting you? They know your time is key. So, mommy, you can look at the pastor, you can look at any person, you can even look at another woman politely in the face and say, praise God, um, I need to be somewhere by now. Um, if you will stay, I have people in the house, um, but. Um, if you are not staying, I will return this visit in two days' time. Politely, thank them, appreciate them, take your car keys, and you are gone. Is that all? All right. Emeka will take your own next week. God bless you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time. We appreciate you for what we have learned. We thank you, Father, because wisdom is profitable to direct. I'm asking that you will help every one of us to manage ourselves within the stipulated time you've given us. We thank you because it is done in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Amen. Hello. I'm sure you have been blessed by the message. We would like for you to join us every Sunday by 8.30 a.m. at the City of Grace, Karuga Road, Kamazo, Kaduna South. God bless you richly and enjoy grace.